Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. season episode 156 had to check my notes uh we're covering uh, guardians of the galaxy holiday special uh this was uh it's a new what do they call they're calling it a special special presentation uh, special presentation yeah uh this is the second one we we did uh werewolf by uh, night was the first one this is the new one it's the holiday special uh perfect time for it we're in the holiday season so uh Everybody was excited for this. Uh, I heard. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys had ever seen the uh, the Star Wars oh, holiday yeah. special. Oh yeah. I I for some reason have two copies in my house <laughs> on DVD. And I have one somewhere. I don't know where. I got it from you, Nina. But I have one somewhere. Yes, I both of I did not purchase either of these for myself. They were both <laughs> gifts from friends. That's hilarious. And Mark uh, Hamill does we, a cameo I, in this just to kind of yes he does. You know, for, to call out the records right. already. Yeah, sorry, getting ahead of And fire. I also, uh, no, that's okay. And I also uh, remember seeing it live. Yeah. Yes. Like, so that's the only on way TV. you could see it back then. There was no uh, VCRs or. Right, uh, exactly. But I remember. Yeah. So here's the thing exactly. I never seen it. I've mm-hmm. still to this day never seen it. And I've heard so much bad talk about how horrible it is. I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, you can find yeah, it on I'm YouTube. I'm sure. Yeah. We talked. It's one of those no, we talked like, about it when we did the Boba Fett special because that's where the that's where the origin of Boba Fett came from was the little animated short that was in the, the holiday special. That's like one of the okay. one of the really cool things that came out of it, even though it was, <laughs> you know, and, and it was about Chewbacca. You know, they were trying to get life his, day. Yeah, life yeah. day. So it's kind of this is almost kind of a call out to that where they're trying to get well. That, I was going to say Christmas that, to Quill to Peter Quill. Well, that's what it is. Is is uh, uh, James Gunn definitely said that this is influenced by the the Star Wars, uh, which uh, immediately everybody's like, oh, wait a minute, uh, oh, is this going to be a good thing? Is this going to be a bad <laughs> thing? So I I think it's great. I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, before we do that, uh, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Noah. I'm uh, one of the main hosts on here, and with me as always is my main man Steve. Say hi, Steve. How's it going, everyone? It's good to be here. I'm a little under the weather, so I'm going to be holding back a little bit. I'm. Uh, when we talk cocktails, I do have something that I'm going to share. Although I'm drinking a a tea right now, I'm, I've broken out my Howie Teas It uh, official with two <laughs> teas. Uh, anyway, so I'll be drinking that, but I do have a cocktail to share, and I'll, I'll make it in the coming days when I'm feeling better, and uh, make sure to send out a picture for Noah to post when he gets around to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll get there someday uh with us as uh with all of our mcu and hopefully some new stuff coming up soon uh with is a uh, bow how you doing bow hey everybody how you doing download rate and review as always nice see that's that's why we pay him the big dollar that's right or <laughs> or, or the little dollars <laughs> no no you just get that one big one it's it's that fake one yeah, right. that you get from the, it's the like the big store. check it's like the exactly. big check when you win the lottery <laughs> exactly uh also with this is nina how you doing nina hey fellas happy holidays to you all <laughs> thanks you too 
Uh, one of the things we do here on uh, um, How We Seize It is we uh, like to pair a cocktail or drink or beer to whatever it is we're watching, and that's no different on this episode. We're going to pair something to this Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And uh, I'm interested to hear what you got. Uh, we're going to go last with Steve so that we can get into drinking. Uh, <laughs> so. Gotcha. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and start with you, Bo. Yeah, so I uh, actually, this is, I think, the first time I might have done this. Uh, I made my own cocktail. Nice. And I made, I'm calling it Christmas bacon. It is um, an ounce and a half of peach schnapps as an ode to his line in the song about the peach pie. It's an ounce, it's an ounce of tequila in reference to the tequila shots um, that they do in the bar when they go to the bar. And then I, I rim the glass with, uh, a molasses cookie and crushed bacon, um, you know, like like salt, like a salt rim, but but with the candy, and then it's garnished with a piece of, with a piece of bacon. And I took a little sip, and it's it's not too bad. I haven't taken a sip with the uh, the cookie yet, but we'll see how that goes. Nice. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, and then my as usual, I added a couple little special things um <laughs> one of the things i added was um a one of my favorite christmas drinks and one of kelly mine's favorite christmas drinks which is pennsylvania dutch eggnog which is basically eggnog with brandy and bourbon and you know uh probably some other uh cut rate liquors in it um <laughs> you know that are that are laying around that somebody made there's that and then the other one is uh one of my also favorite christmas time drinks it's different every year it's Anchor Steam or Anchor Christmas Ale. It's called. And it, I usually oh, get, yeah. I usually get the three liter bottle. Um, this year I did not. I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't have any friends that are that big of beer drinkers that I can share <laughs> it with this year. And three liters of beer would put me That's under for for, yeah. for quite a while. That's a lot. So uh, I just got the twelve ounce the twelve ounce bottle version. So uh, sweet. Yeah. So this this actually ended up being pretty good. Kelly wouldn't taste it. She doesn't like peach schnapps, but it's really not too bad. I might. I probably could have used a little. Uh, Darker tequila, like a more of a, like like a, an añejo or something, something a little more earthy to kind of balance out the sugar. But uh, you know, this turned out pretty well too. So hit a one with that mezcal. Mezcal I found uh, went really well when I added a, a, the sweetness of uh, the paloma with the, the mm-hmm. syrup, and it, it really kind of worked out really well with those. So that yeah. might worked for that. I've got Ooh, a I've nice. got peach peach brandy too. That's that's pretty tasty. Yeah, as well. So that still- might have been better because the peach stops is so peach forward. <laughs> you know it's the name but yeah but no that would have been a peach brandy might have been a good call too that's a good call steve that's cool it's always awesome when you can make your own kind of yeah. you know kind of it, it, and it, it doesn't it, suck that helps a lot too right <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right nina what you got well i also made up my own um if, if you guys remember um last time we were together i did the i had the 99 bananas Yes. And yes. I said, and I said, this would probably taste good in a milkshake. Yes. And so <laughs> I tried it, and it was really excellent. So I thought, well, why don't I? Because it's, you know, it's winter time, and it's we're hoping for snow. I think I'll make a milkshake type cocktail, and uh, wanted I kind of wanted it to taste like a Christmas cookie. Oh. So. I made a vanilla milkshake, um, an eight ounce, like a short, shorty milkshake, put two tablespoons butterscotch schnapps, 
one teaspoon cinnamon shops, blended it all together, um, sprinkled a little nutmeg on top, and I garnished it with a, a white chocolate dipped pretzel rod, but um, just because I had made some this week and I thought it would be fun. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but this is pretty delicious. <laughs> I, I can, I, I'm serious. I could definitely see this like, you know, making these for a party or something. Oh, yeah. They're, they're really, really good. That's great. Nice. Yep. And that's called the Christmas special. Nice. <laughs> Cool. I, I've I've had stuff like that too, where we've made a uh, you know I'll do it's kind of like a take on a, the frozen uh, white Russian, but we'd use the the butterscotch schnapps, vanilla ice cream, and like a if you got it a caramel uh, vodka goes perfect in it. But oh, yeah, yeah, you blend those up with some ice, and they they are literally like a a milkshake that you could drink so fast you have no taste of alcohol in it. They're just yeah, this, so good. This, so I could this see that. Really... I'm not tasting the alcohol at all. And I thought, well, I made a whole big milkshake. I'm like, I can make two or three of these. I'm like, no, no, that would not be a good idea. I mean, just... <laughs> Been there, done that. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with mine. So uh, the, one of the things that really stood out to me in this was uh, just like all holiday specials is, is there's usually songs. And uh, we get that first song from uh, the group there on Nowhere. You know, the alien, I don't even, I guess on nowhere, they're all aliens. So I can't, can't call them aliens, but they're all, they're dressed up and they all, you know, they they all look like different things and they're, they just started playing these uh, musical instruments and stuff. And they got this Christmas song or, and they wanted to play it for Quill to, to get his take on it. Cause he's the only one that knows what Christmas really is. I enjoyed that song so much. <laughs> um, it's the only song in this that I really enjoyed that was was a an original. Uh, I didn't care for the Kevin Bacon one. I, I it kind of bored me. That wasn't an original. So, that was actually one that that the old '97 had written previous, and he just sang it with them in the okay as the, back, oh. as the backup band. So that wasn't his song. That was one okay. that, he, that they had already written. I, I was looking a little bit into it, and it looked like. Uh, Gunn was involved in writing that first one. He wrote some of that first. all of it. He wrote the whole, all the yeah. lyrics at least. Yeah. Who <laughs> so did? I, James Gunn, the director. James Gunn, the writer, yeah. director, Oh, wow. Okay. Creator. I thought yeah. he was involved in that last song too, but I guess not. But you said it, the old 97s yeah. uh, is the name of the band. And it was funny because when they were showing them play and stuff, they, they kept showing the bass player. And he just... He looked like a bass player that you would see on every other state. I mean, his his alien head stuck up like you know a punk punk rock guy's hair would and i was just i i got a kick out of it uh really enjoyed it so my drink is an old 97 uh found that out there i asked were you guys familiar with the band before no no i've not listened to i knew i've heard of the band i am not familiar with the band the station we listen to here in philadelphia uh plays them a lot and it's actually a big fan like um one of their songs is his like uh, alarm on his phone. So, oh, that's wow. great. Yeah. So, so I was, we were really, we were really thrilled to see them. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So, the, the old 97, I found this, and it's, it was uh, supposed to be two parts Jim Bean uh, bonded bourbon, which I couldn't find. And apparently, they don't even make anymore. A bonded bourbon is like a 100 proof uh, special uh, blend uh, bourbon. It's really high proof. Uh, 
I didn't have any of that, but I did find this whiskey a couple weeks ago that I really, really liked. And it kind of fit just because there's some other things to it. And it, it's it's a little bit, it's going to be a little bit sweeter than this Jim Bean. And it's it's called Scatterbrain uh, Whiskey. And I'm going to show you guys the bottle real quick. It's a Scatterbrain. Dark, scatterbrain. It's a dark ch- uh, cherry vanilla whiskey. And if you look on the, the label, it's got a raccoon. So, it's, oh, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so right away I was like, well, there's my rocket. I, you I, you call him a rocket or character. raccoon? He's going to get you for that. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but anyways, um, I'm, I'm not calling him a trash panda, though. But I just, uh, uh. I, found, I found this whiskey not too long ago, and it is delicious. It is a, it, it's a sweeter whiskey, but it's so good. I've, I made whiskey sours with it. They're fabulous. So I was like, well, I'm going to put that in there because it's got the raccoon on it for rocket. It says to add some simple syrup, which I'm in a hotel room because uh, I'm, I'm traveling this week. I didn't have any simple syrup, so I had to make a little bit of my own because uh, I'm good enough to do that now. So just make some sugar and water, made my own little simple syrup, poured that in there. And then this is a it's got a, um, a Marciario cherry liquor. And I, I I've seen a lot of drinks with this in it, but I've never wanted to buy it just because it's just another $30 bottle of liquor <laughs> that I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't know if I want this, but I found one here. It was $20. I got it. So I figured I, you know, I'll make this. And then it said for some bitters and I bought some cherry bitters when I was uh, at uh, the total wine and more because that's where I'm at uh, in Sacramento. Uh, so I put that all together. This it's a pretty good drink. It's not bad. It, it does not need the simple syrup though, and that's probably because of the whiskey I'm using. If it had the the bonded, the higher proof uh, Jim Bean, it might might need the simple syrup. But this one definitely didn't need the simple syrup. It's it's very very uh, sugary and it's very kind of uh, syrupy. A little bit, little bit of thickness. Uh, that's that that cherry liqueur has has a feel to it. It's kind of a, a thickness. But other than that, it's it's actually really good, and I like the cherry. I like the sweeter flavor. So for me, it's kind of it's kind of a a basic drink, but it's really actually pretty good. And nice. it's called it's called the old ninety seven. That's what you found. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah I found the drink. Nice. And so it's it's my dedication to the band because I enjoyed that first song. I thought it was thought it was great for this this show. This it it really fit it well. Um, I, I really really enjoy that first part of this show. The rest of it we'll get into. So we had <laughs> we had Casey and and Pedro, my new son-in-law, over to watch it over the weekend. And uh, and Casey is such she she's a Christmas fanatic. It's like the day after or the the at midnight on on Halloween night is when they break out all the the. The decoration for for Christmas, um, that's the deal they, that she has with her her husband. But um, oh, w- while we were watching it, we watched it as a, as a family. And uh, while that song was playing, uh, Casey looked over at Pedro and he said, "It's already on your list," you know, because I guess her on her Spotify list or something like that, because he could tell <laughs> how much how much she loved it. So uh, yeah, that was a fun song, and the lyrics that was were, good. were hilarious. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. Are you ready for me to launch into yes, my yes. Drink, drink that I'm not drinking? Tell us what you would have been. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you would have been drinking. I, I, one of the things that I have really enjoyed is all the pop culture references. Um, and over the, over Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, and Infinity War, and Endgame, and, and now this, they've had a collection of, of spaceships. The first one was the, uh, the the Milano, which yep. was based off his, uh, his attraction towards Alyssa Milano from 
who's the boss in Commando, best you know pre nineteen eighty eight which I share from, from Commando. And, and I defend that because we were the same age. So even though she was, she was young, I had a crush on her too. Um, also, they had the Benatar. That was, you know, All right. to, to bat Pat Benatar in, uh, in Infinity War and, Gar- and uh, Endgame. But uh, this one, they introduced the new ship, uh, and it's called the Bowie. And I loved this ship. I thought this, the design was great. It was, you know, this is what uh, Drax and, and Mantis go fly to, fly to Earth to, to track down um, Kevin Bacon with. And I'm assuming it's featured in the, I think, I think you see it in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer where they land on that planet. Um, so, so I found a David Bowie cocktail that I used as my base because um, there's a David Bowie cocktail that's uh, put out by a place called a New Deal dis- distillery and they use their own mud puddle bitter chocolate vodka as their base which i didn't have access to so uh i mixed it up theirs called for two and a half ounces of mud puddle bitter chocolate vodka half quarter (laughs) no a half ounce of of uh bourbon one bar spoon of simple syrup and um some oranges so i mixed mine up a little bit i started with um well you muddle up a slice of orange one and a half ounces of vodka, one ounce of creme de cacao, just to get the chocolate in there, um, which is usually, I think, I think creme de cacao is a vodka, is with vodka as well. So um, I used a half ounce of peanut butter, and I, I'm saying this in the past tense, like I've made this. This I've already got the ingredients <laughs> out on, on the table. I just haven't mixed it, so I apologize for that. Half ounce of peanut butter whiskey, because I thought peanut butter goes very nicely with chocolate, for especially... Around the holidays, did, did you use did you use Screwball or is there another yeah, one out? The screwball screwball I, is like yeah, yeah. I got it from our Elvis podcast when I made a PB and PB and J. Oh right, cocktail. right, right. Yeah, yeah, fact, yeah. Okay. In fact, I had Sorry. a slice. In fact, I had a slice of bacon for that. So. Um, oh yeah, perfect. I do. I did put some. I, I'm going to put some orange bitters in there when I muddle the orange slice. Um, then the vodka, the creme de cacao, the peanut butter whiskey. I'm adding a. Half ounce of the Ashkenagan eggnog from our Planes, Trains, and Automobiles podcast, uh, <laughs> just to kind of nice. uh, Christmassy it up. Uh, still got the one bar spoon of simple syrup and an orange wedge for garnish. Now I called this uh, rather than the day of David Bowie, since I kind of changed it up a little bit. I called this the Bowie's in Space, which is a nod to uh, the Flight of the Concord song. Um, and I figure since since they're flying around the Bowie. In space, it fits, and that's kind of a nod to Jermaine Clement and, and Taika Waititi, who we've covered quite a bit um, with what we do in the shadows and, and Thor Ragnarok. So, so that that's yeah. uh, that's my drink. The Bowie's in space, and I'm looking forward to it. When I drink it, I'll send you guys out a picture. <laughs> nice. Awesome. They uh, the Scatterbrain, uh, the whiskey that I think their main thing is is kind of the the flavored whiskeys. They have a peanut butter flavored whiskey. They also one that has it's a peanut butter and raspberry jelly whiskey. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I was like, I almost got that last night. I was looking at that. I was like, that looks. I'm, I might have to give that one a try. Uh, they also have, I think it's a dark chocolate and banana whiskey. Uh, there's, there's like three or four other flavors and I was like, it, it's pretty cool. And they each, each one has a different animal face on it and they're all wearing sun, you know, the, the reflective sunglasses. So it's kind of a cool, cool brand like label and logo, uh, fun stuff. Cool. Those were, those all sound delicious. Uh, mine is, is what is what it is. So glad we have those. We'll get into that as we get into this, uh, show, S- uh, special, 
Oh, I already lost it. Special <laughs> presentation. <laughs> presentation. I was like, I'm like special announcement. No, that's not it. Pre- it's presentation, which uh, I, I I remember from Werewolf by Night uh, when it came out. The 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 opening scene. It really reminded me of like early uh, '80s, maybe late '70s Disney presentation. It had that look. It had that old school. Uh, starting up the VHS type feel to it, and that was very much on purpose, I think. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. So I th- I love the fact that they started with that. Um, this is this is a fun. Uh, it threw know, me off. You're talking about starting <laughs> with the with the the special it, presentation, or no, well, yeah. no, and, and sorry, I, I I misunderstood what you said. Go ahead, sorry. I was just saying that it, it just it, it gave me those feels of sitting in front of the TV uh, yeah. when I was a kid and and, you know, Sunday night and the Disney presentation was coming on with whatever, you know, normally we got the Tinkerbell flying around the castle and then they went into it. It just kind of gave me a feel like that. But it also that gave me that feel of like, you know, watching something on a VHS early in the, uh, you know, early in the 80s, you know, kind of uh-huh. had that. So, uh but yeah, we get we get this uh, that starts up and I believe it starts up in the the animated, right? It it goes right. It into does. The... That's what threw me off. That's what I thought you were talking about. But that's what totally threw me off. <laughs> I, I I texted Nina and I was like, yeah. wait a minute, I, like I forget what I said, but kind of like, guess, is... wait, is this is this special animated? And then like <laughs> yeah. seconds later, he's like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. That's that's because like I was like thrown the... off. Like maybe there were two versions or maybe there were two specials and I was watching the wrong one, which has happened. <laughs> Which has happened before. I have watched the wrong movie, uh, and I but just it, wanted to make sure I was in line. Go it ahead, does sorry. Fit, it does fit because, you know, the Star Wars holiday special had the whole Boba Fett animated sequence. It kind of uses that same yeah, exactly, right? animation style, that two-dimensional, uh, you know, like heavy metal style of, of animation. Very uh, much heavy metal, yeah. yeah. Six, six frames a second, very yeah. much, like barely yeah. animated. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, I, I got to call out the, the, the first song because I had that CD in college. That's the Pogues, if I should fall from grace. Yes. From, from God. Oh. From grace with God. Um, from, uh, from the Pogues and with Christy McCall as singing along with, with the lead singer. And I loved that. That was back in 1988 <laughs> that I had that album. I think it was released in 1987, which still fits with, you know, pre, I think Peter Quill got picked up in 88, right? So that, uh, so that's still something that he can have because it, because later they show him listening in the spaceship to that, that song when it recaps at the end. So love that song. Great holiday song. It is a great song. Nice. They didn't play all the lyrics. So, cause, cause they get a little, they get a little raunchy. It's kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah. But that's what you want in a holiday special, right? A little raunchy. Uh, I just I, I like I like how it started off because we get you know, uh, Craglin. You know he's 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 such a he was such a fun guy. I'm not so sure I like him with the the new uh, uh, Mohawk uh, aero control. He looks a little weird. Not 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 the Craglin I kind of used to. You know, um, but I we got a little bit of him. And then Yondu. You know everybody everybody loves Yondu. You you can't get enough of him. Uh, I think I think they're going to regret killing him in the long run because he was such a good character. Uh, but you know we got we got some very emotional stuff out of that. But I think that w- this was neat because it was also like pre everybody loves Yondu Yondu where he's kind of a dick and <laughs> you know 
uh, I hate Christmas, and he's throwing the tree around. So it's kind of funny. Right. Uh, anybody, everybody, anybody else notice in the in the presents? It even had one for Taserface. I didn't see that. I, d- yeah. I did see a reference in in one of the videos I watched that kind of called out Taserface, and so yeah, I, I thought that was kind of funny. I, like, because I mean, there's not many named Ravagers on that ship, but Taserface is definitely one of them. So it was good to see that, you know, the, calling out that. So that was fun. And then we get to uh, there. It, it comes out, and then they're they're they're. I guess. I don't know. Did we get this story anywhere else where they? I guess they purchased nowhere from the collector. Yeah, They'll probably the tie that in with Guardian Galaxy Three. Yeah. So that that's yeah. kind of interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I mean, it could it could be really fun. Who knows? Uh, I just thought it it really it it makes for a good start. It, it's it's a good place to have this this special uh, with them instead of flying all around. It, it kind of gives them a, a home base, which is kind of nice because. You know, holidays are usually about home, so this gives them that kind of that home feel, and I, I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah. You know, we get we get little little tidbits. We got everybody back, but Gamora. Gamora doesn't make any kind of a show with well, this. Well, how how would she? Well, this is after Endgame. But Gamora did the 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 old Gamora. Or, or, wait, wait. <laughs> The Gamora that came with Thanos, who ends up following with um, Nebula. So, so the the Gamora from the past was there because she even make because uh, she even talks about this is this is the guy that I'm supposed to love, talking about Quill in Endgame. Yeah. But she leaves at the end of Endgame. You're right. Or it's alluded to the fact that she leaves because and, but she is in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. They they show her in in the trailer. So. So they'll have something. They'll, they'll they'll continue that story. It's not a. Well, that's what I mean. But she's the only one that really wasn't there. But this right. is supposed to happen between um, Thor: uh, Love and Thunder and uh, Guardians Three. So maybe maybe that's where she comes back. Maybe that's where they run back into her. Anyways, but we got Nebula. Uh, you know, Rocket. Uh, the weirdest fucking Groot ever. Um, I'm not swole, sure. Swole, Groot, Groot's been hitting the gym, man. They, they call him one hundred percent. I know. Groot well, has been crushing it at the gym. Well, he's a teenager, like, right? Or like early college? That's like when everybody's I would, like... I would say, yeah, like like he's probably like 20, 21. So he's like early okay, Body-wise, maybe, but the face that he put they put on him, they, they yeah. kind of put him on like he, he his body grew, but his brain didn't. One of the things I that can't... I did a little research, and I, I think I always thought this was the same Groot, but... Apparently it's not. It's it's Groot's offspring. Um, so yeah. so they made a I point to tr- to try to make it. You know, this is not the same Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. This is this is a new Groot, and so they they're planning on trying to make it define him as such as someone that's different. So uh, so here's my here's my take on what I think this is is they have all the characters walking around in Disney World now. And the only way they could get a Groot is to have a guy in a in a suit. So this is them putting that guy in a suit in the show. So when people see him, they're not all freaked out and like that's not Groot. But that's you know what the I mean? Groot looks like at Disney. I don't think. Yeah, he, Do you re- he's 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 you know, tall and skinny. Kelly and I saw him. He's he looks like the original. Groot. I saw him too. The, he's on stilts. That he's like. Oh, okay. Him. And James he's Gunn like confirmed seven that eight feet tall. 
confirmed that the one in, in the special was 100% CGI. So it wasn't anyone in the costume. That's what he said. No. Yep. He, he, he posted. He said 100% CGI. Then that's the worst CGI that fucking Marvel's ever done. I, I wasn't a big fan either, but they're trying I, to trying to I, create a new, see, new I, entity. Yeah, I I kind of like I kind of had the I I kind of had it in the back of my mind. I'm like, hey, maybe that's Vin Diesel in like a Groot suit. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not swollen enough for Vin Diesel. He's swole, but not that swole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I didn't mind it. I thought I thought it was a person in a suit, and if it isn't, then uh, that's some bad CGI. What uh, one of the theories I I heard on the internet was kind of they were talking about light and and i guess in guardians of the galaxy 2 they talk about star lord being able to control light something to do with his father and ego and since this new Groot is is being raised by the guardians he's exposed to all this light from from uh you know from pete from peter quill and um and perhaps mantis i don't know but uh and and since uh and they rely on photosynthesis to grow. And so all that exposure makes them swell up a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> it's like little steroids. <laughs> well, that's what it looks like. But I, I was, I was trying to give it more of a, a you know, I, I, I latched onto this. It sounded like it had, had some merit, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's also got a family looking out for him. I don't know the original group. If he had that, I don't know what their species is like, but I mean, he has pocket and, Quill and, um, you know, and they all kind of sort of spoil him a little bit. I mean, it's so they're probably like making sure that he he gets enough to this. I don't know. That's the special. I. Yeah. What's that? What's the special? Sorry. This is a special I want to see is where they go back to to the Groot world and it and it's their name day or whatever and it's all the Groots doing like the Wookies from uh, the Star Wars. Right. That would have been a total uh, yeah. a total steal from the the original yeah. Star Wars Christmas special. Um, I just I, I the 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 change from him in all the other stuff as as the new Groot or you know the adolescent Groot with the you know the constant like hey you know watch your mouth and the you know the the rudeness and the teenagerness. To go to this, to this, it's just, it's such a flop and change. It's, it's hard to take, it's hard to, to really buy into a little bit for me, but it is what it is. And I, I mean, a lot of people talk about it. So I, I buy into I it. I'm just not as big it. of a fan. So, yeah, I mean, cause baby Groot was super cute and, and happy and friendly and danced and all that stuff. And I think, you know, like. You know, teenagers go through the phase where they're they're moody and 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 surly and stuff like that. But you know, if if you're lucky, they come around and you know they get their normal their youthful personality comes out again. And I don't have a problem. see. Now that's where I was a little bit off, though. To me, he played a little bit uh, kind of naive, almost like a like almost like a young young kid. You know, like the happy kid where it's like, no, this that should have been before he was in his his uh, watch your language or, you know, the the rude Groot kind of that was that was my take on it. But, it, Man, you know, could, it's not. Yeah, but even 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 rude Groot wasn't particularly Wait. bright. You know, he just, <laughs> you know, he just no, he just sat around and played his video game and and complained, you know. And, so, oh, but he, he saved the Groot, day, though. This he new gave Groot, up his arm. That's right. <laughs> this new Groot certainly mastered the art of, uh, you know, making little wood carvings, like, in an instant. Because those ones he made, like, just happened. You know, like the guy, you know, Kevin Bacon yeah. comes out of the box. 
and he gives him the gift and that's what it is. And so it's like, he's, he's yeah. whipping these things out, uh, you know, while, while, while they're standing around. Well, he's also I, a good sport too, right? I mean, cause the, after the credit scene, right. Did you guys, <laughs> I'm sure you stuck around for the, after the credit scene. Yeah. Where he was the Christmas tree. Right. Right. Like oh, they yeah, decorated yeah, yeah. him because he's a plant. They decorate him like a Christmas tree. Then he puts his arms down and all the ornaments yeah. fall off. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I was like, I was like, did I say, I, I did see that. Yeah. So like, he's a good sport too, right? He's not the yeah. grumpy kid. Yeah. I, it, it was just a, it's just such a flip for it that it, it kind of threw me off. But that, yeah, I, I was, I'm surprised that if that was CGI, that was, that was a way different take than I would have had on it. Well, yeah, uh, it was it was it was it was, it was distracting to I think it was distracting to have him look so different personally. Yeah. I mean James Gunn said he's 100% CGI but James Gunn is a noted liar, so <laughs> I was just going to say that. Okay, nice. Go. Good call. Good call. <laughs> you know, it's I don't know if we can take him at his word on this one. <laughs> I, I was sure. going to say, I don't, I don't know if he's just a flat-out liar. I think he likes to flat, fabricate stuff to make people think more. Yeah. So um, the, some of the other characters we got back, uh, uh, Nebula. I, 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 there's some parts of this that I love from her that are, are so Nebula. Um, there's one uh, scene, it's towards the end, where she's kind of dancing, and it's just like yes. angry dancing. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm all for that all day, every day. Like, Nebula is quickly becoming one of my favorite Guardians, um, well, I, just, just I with stuff the, like that. Did we know? Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I love the part where Kevin Bacon runs away. And Quill says, can you catch him? And she, like, pulls out her gun and is like, I'm on it. And he's like, no, don't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> that was such Sorry, a Nebula MOBA. Oh, yeah. my gosh. She's so funny. Did we know? Did I, did I miss this? Because I miss a lot of stuff. Did we know that they were brother and sister? Or did that just, like, Oh, I... Ego and Mantis? Or Mantis and, yeah. uh, and Quill? I don't know if they said that Mantis was a child of Ego in, in Guardians 2. I don't know if it was ever stated she directly. That, that she he raised her and that she helped him sleep, but they never said. Right. They never said he was her father. So. Right. They that's, did. That took me by surprise. In the mural in Guardians of the Galaxy Two, when it shows all the people that Ego's been with, there is a someone that looks like man. You know, has the race with the man's race. Yeah, um, that someone pointed out in one of the Easter egg things. So. Uh, Right. So they've they've suggested it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure it's it's been suggested, but yeah, I think that's the first time they came out and said it. So two of the okay. other characters, uh, one old and one new, uh, had a very fun scene. Uh, we got uh, Rocket working with Cosmo, the space dog. Right. Uh, totally right. fun. Cosmo the space dog. By the way, <laughs> look at the picture of Cosmo the space dog's voice, smoking hot. Oh, <laughs> she was in she was in uh, Borat the Borat two. She played Borat's. Oh, daughter. she was. She played Borat's yeah, daughter. She, That's uh, Maria uh, Bakalova. Was, yeah, exactly. Seen, have you I'm guys not. seen Borat two? Yes, she's I have. No. Hilarious in it. She's great. She's absolutely she, hilarious. She strikes yeah, a good really balance good. between silly and and authentic, I, I, which isn't isn't easy yes. when you're next to next to the guy playing Borat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I, I thought it was great. I, um, you know, they, I think they, they even call her Cosmo, but which was a male dog, a Soviet uh, uh, dog sent to space. Uh, but apparently that wasn't the only dog that the Soviets had sent. So there was other, some other females. So they were harking back to that, what? which I thought was kind of cool. Why do you think Cosmo is a female? The voice. But the voice is, is it's like Siri. I mean, we, we, we hear from, from uh, Siri. I mean, it's a translator. It's not... I called my wife out on that. I'm like, why are you saying Cosmo's a she? Because it could be, Cosmo could be a he. You don't know. Because it's, uh, it's just the computer translator. That's, that's, that's all I said. I'm going back to, uh, <laughs> they, in this, they say that uh, Cosmo uh, in the special is, was made female. Oh, I'm okay. just saying that's... All right, all right. Uh, but that's... Well, I'm, Micah. Yes. Micah, the first that, dog in space was female, so... right. And that's and that's what they were saying. There was actually more female dogs sent up in the Russian program than male, but Cosmo was the was the big one that everybody knew the name. So I think that yeah. was also Cosmo made it into the comics, maybe. Uh, but I just thought it was fun. I I thought it was neat that you know the working with the telekinesis and then like just like any other dog. But I want one of those tasty treats. <laughs> so I was like, that's that's perfect because that's literally my dogs. If if anything goes on and I even walk near the treats. Uh, not only do my... Oh, my, if I open a bag of something that crinkles, like uh-oh. it might be a treat. I mean, yeah. that's like... Well, so, if, so, I open a, if, I, I, like, if I open a bag of cashews, the dog yeah. comes running like it's a treat. So my dogs do that. Uh, my cat's even worse because he, he like will actually meow and wait over by them. And if I walk by and go the other way, will attack me from behind and pull me back. Like, hey, you went the wrong way. The treats are over here. So he's a, he's a little hustler where the other ones are just beggars. <laughs> like, he's he's not having it. Uh, I just thought it was great. I, I like Cosmo. I love Rocket in this. Um, we got uh, a lot more Mantis and Drax in this than we did uh, the normal Guardians. And in, in one of the things Gunn Which was, was saying, kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you could say that. I hated it. Uh, but uh, they, they got their they got their moments. No, I, I, and I'll tell you why I hated it. It... it I didn't hate it, but I did enjoy it. Um, they, they they don't get as much. They're they're much more background characters in in a lot of the other Guardian stuff, and so they gave them they gave them more time in this because of that. They wanted to give us more time, and that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. And the reason that they're backward background characters in a lot of their stuff is because they're not that interesting. They're so one dimensional that it, but it worked for this. I, so, I thought yeah. I thought Mantis They're, had a lot more good. shiny moments. I love her. I love when she, her kind of her voice changes when she gets mad and the way she. I I, I, I hated I, I hated that the most. That's uh, what I disliked the most. I I, <laughs> I I understand that. That's I've come to know you know, and I kind of predicted you wouldn't like that. But but I just think it's hilarious <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's she, awesome. And I love the way she was jumping around in Kevin Bacon's house. That looked pretty badass. I, I did that part. I liked. Uh, the only problem I have with that is if. Okay, the part where they're they're jumping over the fences and chasing him down the street. If they could just jump over the fences, why did she ask Jack uh, uh, Drax <laughs> right. to throw him over? I'm like, I agree. I, I called the same thing when when I watched it, saying why. How, I was like, that's kind of bullshit. She, and, and let me just call out uh, Mantis is played by Palm uh, Clementif, uh, who was born in Canada yes. to a Korean mother and a French Russian father. Um, she's quite a, a harrowing childhood raised by her aunt and uncle uh but who because her parents one of them was schizophrenic and the other one uh oh, died geez. and then and then 
aunt and uncle had some had issues too. I think one of them died of cancer and the other one committed suicide. So she's she's Ooh. been through some pretty traumatic uh but anyway, she was she was uh in the in France. She she was in a acting school and uh, so anyway, I thought I thought her backstory was very worth I, worth sharing. Um yeah. and uh No, I think uh, she's but, great. Mantis is great. I, I for what she is. I liked her in the Guardians 2 and I liked her in Endgame and some of that stuff. What I didn't like, it just like you talked about, was when she would like all of a sudden change and have that that drastic voice change and go like her personality. That to me just was such a change in her personality, and I didn't care for it. And and yes, if you pick that up, you are hundred percent right. That was that's what annoyed me about her. Other than that, I love when she's kind of her her kind of ditzy. Let's have fun. Like when she's in the bar. Uh, that was all fun when she, you know, she yells Steve and chased after the the cosplayer at uh, <laughs> uh, on the street. I yeah. was like, that was fucking hilarious. I, she I like calls that. out Drax and his GoBot. His cousin died by GoBot. <laughs> what his cousin I, got killed does, by a GoBot? <laughs> can someone explain that? Because that's basically making GoBots canon in a sense. Which yes, they were, they were Hasbro. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, but they are now. They're they're canon. But wasn't Hasbro? But wasn't Hasbro who made the little figures back in the day for Star Wars? I think. Well, maybe. Oh, well, yes. True. I believe you're correct. What, you just mean that they're owned by Disney in in a sense. Yeah. I, I don't know because. So go go bots were the were like the dirty babies for Transformers. They're like sure. if you can't if you can't afford a transformer, you got a GoBot. Or if your parents didn't love you, you got GoBots. It just seems strange though that they introduced <laughs> hey. GoBots. I mean, she actually called them out <laughs> as GoBots, um, and so, so well, and, and that character was was actually dressed as a legit GoBot from the uh, I believe there was a Psykill, uh, Psykill or something like that. Yeah, I think he was one of the main GoBots and stuff like that. So uh, I thought that was hilarious. Well, I mean, okay, played by so, John Wick stuntman Daniel Bernhard. <laughs> nice. Uh, you want to talk about canon in uh, MCU now, right? Kevin Bacon, as an actor, is now canon in the MCU. Not only that, but he mentioned Batman. I know. So, so Batman DC is now... is now... Right? <laughs> right. I picked up on that, too. Uh, well, Batman is, but, was... but DC comics are. You know, the comics are canon. True. It's not, not necessarily... But I, I thought that was... Yeah. I mean, yeah. how, how funny is that? Like, it, it you know... And Gunn can get away with it because, I mean, he is top dog now over in, in D.C., film land, essentially. Like, he's he's the one that's they're True. expecting to kind of pull their shit out of the fucking fire. Um, uh, so, uh, he, well, he's going over to D.C., right? Isn't? Yeah, he's he's the main guy in D.C. now. Oh, he's, okay. oh, that's he's, what you were meaning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think that's that's kind of why he's able to do that. He, I think he probably went to the guys at D.C. and said, hey. I'm going to have Kevin Bacon do this Batman thing. Are you guys okay with it? And probably talked. I mean, he probably talked to both sides and, and they're both like, yeah, let's do that. That's good. You know, that's, that's, yeah. that's what Gunn does. You know, he pushes boundaries. He, he's, he's making shit happen. He's, he's tearing it <laughs> up. Um, but I, I, and then, you know, we talked about Mantis uh, and then Drax. Drax is so one dimensional. And that's usually what makes him funny, but it has to be, he can't be the front guy to be funny. It's, it kind of just, when it, when his, his, his personality is up front, it loses a lot of its steam to me personally. 
Yeah, I think I think now I, I know you'll disagree, but I thought he was carried more by Mantis in this. He, oh yeah, they worked better together because yeah. he doesn't have that much to offer except you know a comment that comes out of left field every time. You know, but it's it's usually amusing. But he's kind of like a, a one gag type type presence. Right, and that's and that's where it got a little too much. I mean, the one the one running gag that that made work and and it only worked because Mantis was there was the the little uh, ugly guy. Uh, statue Christmas the elf, elf yeah. thing, yeah, <laughs> worked out perfect. Uh, you know, uh, him him drinking in the bar and then dancing. You know, I don't dance kind of thing. Those worked, but when he was just up front, he was just he's he's not he's not someone he. he you will never have a Drax alone movie, guaranteed. Uh, I don't know if you could have a Mantis uh, individual one too, but just together. They, they worked They'll out. They'll do it. Little, but... I mean, you're 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 already wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. They'll no, figure not. it out. No, they, they did it. Never... They did a Hawkeye movie. Come on, it's a Hawkeye six uh, episode uh, miniseries, and yeah. uh, well, and and it was not just Hawkeye because it was also Kate Bishop, who actually I think is the main character in that. He is a side character well, in it, and it was fabulous. Probably well, the best Disney holiday special. MCU so, so far. So here's a good question. If they're going to make a Drax, you know, longer movie or, you know, a special that's dedicated to Drax or something like that, what do you want to see his character? I mean, it's one I dimensional. Don't. It's one dimensional. Can they make it two dimensional or three dimensional by adding? And what would that be? I mean, I don't think you can. Well, let me, let me give you. Okay. I, I think, I think alone or with other characters, they're one-dimensional, but I think against each other, you kind of bring out the best in each other, or the funny, you know, the funny parts in each other. Like, Drax is very negative, but yet there's something, he has this relationship with Mantis. Like, in Guardians 2, he's like, you remind me of my daughter. You know, I mean, he's he respects, and I know, and had her line, ugly, and he goes, no, innocent. But So he respects that about her. Like he knows that she's completely different from him, but he respects her innocence and he respects her, her niceness and her kindness and her, you know, and her gentleness. And yet at the same time, he's the only one, like she's so sweet and, 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 uh, kind to everybody, except he's the one who pushes her buttons and gets her to be like, well, you shut up about the Zargnuts, you know? So I think... <laughs> I think that the two of them work as perfect foils for each other, which is why I think I think Gunn put the two of them together. He's like, he's like, what? You know, we can't have everybody because you know it's it's not that kind of a story. We need right. we need a couple of the aliens, um, <laughs> which which has the best comic potential, and it's like Mantis and and Drax, and they're completely opposite pers- personalities pushing up against each other just has this potential. I don't I don't think it would have sustained for a 2-hour movie, but it's a 40-minute special, you know? Well, yeah, and and they weren't they were they were 15 minutes of the 40-minute special. So, right. you're right. You you're right. And and you you are 100% correct that I I think they do play off each other well and that the two of them together can be fun uh and can have some interesting things. No, you couldn't do them individually. Uh and they were the only ones that really didn't ever have kind of the 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 long individual uh, moments or, or uh, from the movies, you know, even Nebula had more 
actual time in the in the movies. I think uh, yeah. if you go back with her time with her sis, you know, with with uh, Gamora, and even even her time in uh, Guardians Two, where she's kind of the prisoner. You know, she has a right. lot of little interactions, which I I freaking loved. I thought those were you know by the end where it's uh, whatever the the root is. She takes a bite and she goes, ah, it's not ripe. Because everybody kept telling yeah. her, you know, the whole time. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But you're, you're correct. This, I mean, and, and Gunn and Gun did state that he wanted he wanted to give these guys some time because they didn't have time in, in the other shows. So I, and, I think and, it worked out. And Pom, Pom Clementov, who plays Mantis, huh? is funny. I've seen her, and if you guys... Want to have a good laugh? Do you remember the um, the fantasy football league that the Avengers had a couple years ago? Yes. And they all yes. did like the trash. They all did like the trash talking videos where they were. Oh right, right, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking each other. She did this music video. She was filming in France. And oh really? And she had this like whole song. She sang in French. And it's hilarious. She's hilarious in it. And, you know, it's like, it was, it was it definitely a different side of her. So I, I'm glad that she got a chance to, to be funny because it's, you know, when she's very, you know, out of the makeup and everything, she's very glamorous and is kind of. Oh, for of a, sure. Sure, yeah. You know, I think she's great and, as a character, but she's still just a side character. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Like I said, I don't think that she she could carry a whole movie, but for something this length, I think it was fine. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it well, and it didn't wear out. It's welcome for me. And your your mileage may vary, of course, Noah. But <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, okay. Like so. But I, I mean, but this, I thought they this, were fine. This was well. What it was is, I really enjoyed the beginning. I kind of it. I enjoyed parts of the middle, but I also was kind of like, okay, I'm kind of over this already. And then the end, I, I kind of got into until Kevin Bacon starts singing, and then I kind of just went, oh, okay. <laughs> I, and that, but that's just me. I just for something for some reason, the Kevin Bacon song in this when he sings, I just do not find it interesting at all. I don't. I and, and well, I mean, he has a band, right? I mean, it's he every, does. Yeah. Every, him and his brother have a band, so every actor has yeah. a band. Here's the thing. This is what uh, I'm finding out. If you're if you're famous enough that you don't have to have a real job, meaning like you're an actor and got a lot of money, you're a, uh, a professional skateboarder and you got a lot of money, you're you know, a rapper and you got a, or I guess rappers already have bands. But if if you have a lot of money <laughs> and you really don't have to have a job, you have a band. Because uh, recently, getting back into skateboards and stuff like that, I'm looking at all these pros that I looked up to as a kid who were kids at the time. They're all in bands. Tony Hawk, Tommy Guerrero, uh, Lance Mountain, uh, Steve Caballero. They all have bands. And it's like, like if you have money and you don't have to have a real job, you can play music in, to your heart's content and have a band. Or if you just got talent and have a job like Steve, you can be in a band and, and play music. <laughs> I I thought the scene was was really great for this sort of a, a you know a holiday special type thing. It it reminded me of Shrek the 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 big finale in Shrek when they play the I'm a believer song and and things were and things right. were it wasn't just the song they kind of highlighted the song but then they were exchanging gifts and things like that. So things were going on while they were singing. So it wasn't just you know a one long music number. It was uh it was uh 
it, it kind of carried in in like a big musical finale, like a like a holiday special does. So it kind of had a certain nostalgic feel for me. Um, I I liked it. It was a little off the beaten path. It certainly wasn't a <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but it felt and it was great to watch with my family. You know, because because that's that's kind of what you used to do is you'd watch the the oh, right, right. The, the the specials you know the the disney specials sunday night specials with with your family because they were very family friendly and this is certainly family friendly yeah oh yeah for and, sure and, it is yeah and that lines up right along with with holiday specials where it always seems to be the big stars that are just normal actors are all of a sudden gonna hey i'm gonna sing this song so i agree it, it does it fits that doesn't mean i had to enjoy it though. no i get that's it that's what i mean sure. it's, it yeah. just it was no no I, you not... have to enjoy it it's it's the marvel <laughs> universe you have to enjoy it uh if it was thor up there maybe not not just Crim- <laughs> it's got to be chris helmsworth surprise you didn't throw a thor reference in there a very a very thor yule special <laughs> right exactly um but no it, it, it was something i don't i don't know it was it was interesting. One of the comments, too, I, I, I didn't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I did listen to uh, Hear a Movie podcast uh, that they covered this one. And one of the things they brought up is how skinny Kevin Bacon is. Like, and I didn't think about it until they said it. And then I went and looked back and I was like, God damn, he is super, super uh, just crazy thin. And they are calling they were calling it the Hollywood anorexic uh, uh, look. Uh. And I was like, oh, damn, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, he just, I mean, he, and he's, an, he's, I'm not going to say he's an old guy, but he's, he's in his sixties. Uh, but he, he, he doesn't necessarily look it, you know, other than being super skinny, which I find, you know, I remember my, my grandparents when they, when I was young and they were in their, their later years, I was like, damn, they're, they're getting kind of skinny. They kind of had that to it, but I just thought that was interesting too. You're right. He's 64. Wow. I didn't realize he was. Wow. I, Okay. I didn't think he was that he far a, old, that older than me either. He did one of those uh, Throwback Thursday videos uh, about two months ago. I don't know if you guys remember this, where people would have, like, um, they played the music, te- I'm a Teenage Dirtbag, and they would have, like, put up your teenage pictures and show what you look like now. And he did that, and he was able to put up, like, pictures of himself from Footloose and Diner. and Oh, God, uh, that's funny. And, and uh animal house and all those and then he showed how he looks now and it was the first time i had seen him probably in years and i'm like well he is aging like a fine wine he's just <laughs> <laughs> he looks really he looks really good for his age but you know not he's like, he's no uh paul rudd but he's aging right, pretty right. Well. No, no. <laughs> yeah but he's he's not he's not like one of those guys who's getting botox and looks all weird and stuff correct either, so Right to fill in the wrinkles. That's that's part of the skinny look. Is you, you're skinny, you, you you want the Botox to fill in the, you, you know the the way the skin just kind of like looks all creepy lines. It was and stuff it was, like that, it so. was his yeah. neck. It was his <laughs> neck that gave it away to me. I was like, you you can't Botox the neck. It just you know no. That's, that's what. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Bacon, the whole reason Bacon was in this was because he was uh, Quill's hero. And that's what Mantis wanted to do was was give him a special present for Christmas, and and they decided that Kevin Bacon was going to be the present for Quill. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, I texted you guys earlier on this one. Uh, like, I want to know uh, who would your Kevin Bacon be if 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 we were all to get together and and decide to to give you a human being for Christmas, 
who who wow. would that human being be? Uh, and Steve pointed his out right away, and and I, I kind of figured that had to be well, based on my childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Harrison I mean, Ford. Well, I mean, was, completely you know? different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me, it, but me is that the same now? No. no, you'd probably go kidnap Dave Matthews or something like that. But but okay. I, but I but I think it it fits with with the the nostalgic idea of where the Kevin Bacon reference came from. You know, that's when he was a kid. Right. That's why he's so uh, drawn to him. And 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 a shout out to Harrison Ford. His new uh, Indiana Jones trailer just dropped. Yeah, I which, saw that. Yes, it's kind of exciting. It looks like they're doing the time travel uh, <laughs> angle, which is a little nerve-wracking uh but uh, <laughs> but still i'm excited i i i went opening night to uh kingdom of the crystal skull so i reserve judgment yeah yeah okay that's that's fair yeah <laughs> let's hope we not we don't get a repeat of that <laughs> yeah the director uh, did logan and so logan's my favorite yeah, of the marvel movies even though i know it's not mcu but that's uh so yeah so i'm hoping that one of, counts for something one of the podcasts i listened to said that they really they wanted that um, director because they're looking for like this is the last one, and they kind of want like someone who can tell a story about a, mu- a like a person like basically at the end of their life, gotcha. you know, the end of their adventuring career. So yeah, I'm excited about it, but like reserved. I'm trying not yeah. to get super. The de aging looks amazing, it. at least in the trailer. I mean, yes. I think yes. I think Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy two did it so well with uh, um, with uh, Ego. What, Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell. Russell, right, right. Um, Kurt Russell. And yeah. at least the little clips they have of of Harrison Ford de-aged look amazing. But they had a lot of reference footage from the Indiana Jones movies from from the eighties. Well, I mean, he's he's going to be in the MCU soon too. He's going to be. That's um, right. He's replacing William Hurt Thunder, in as Thunder yeah. Ross. Yeah. William Hurt. Yeah. yeah. But I, so, I have a feeling I, he's going to quickly turn into yellow, or not yellow, red Hulk. I don't know why I said yellow, but red Yellowstone. Hulk. And, uh, he's, in the, he's in the new Yellowstone. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. He's going to be yellow. Um, uh, wait, red Hulk? Okay. Yeah, he's going to be He's going to be Ray Hulk, red Hulk, yellow Hulk, whatever. There's a lot of Hulks. Um, There's a whole rainbow yeah, of think, Hulks. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think he's going to be red Hulk pretty fast. Yeah. It's, you know, it, I, I'm struggling with this because everybody I think of, it's like, well, but what about this guy? And what about that guy? And, and you know, I, I, I go, I go like very back and forth on this, you know, it's a, Noah, you're number one for a human that I would want to have gifted to me for Christmas, but a very <laughs> close second, a very close second. I mean, honestly, I'd love to meet Keanu Reeves in person. And I would love, I would love to just, I'd love to meet him. Like, yeah. like I, I, I mean, I saw it always be my maybe. He does a great job in that. Like he does a funny, you know, he's very funny in that. He has a lot of movies where he's funny, where he's like, he acts very well and all that. And I yeah. just, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it might be Keanu Reeves. It's, it's, if it's not, if it's not Charlize Theron, I mean, for God's sakes, let's, let's just well, knock every woman off the card. Let's just take all the women off the card. We're talking somebody you would want to meet because, you know, we can take Charlize Theron. We can take uh, Aunt May, you know, we can yeah. take, you know, any, any of those people. But if we're talking people, we want to just like hang out with. Yeah. Like I, it's Kevin Bacon. About- <laughs> I would say Keanu Reeves. 
I, I'm with you. He was part of. I, I have three three people that were today stars, uh, and, yeah. and I went with movie stars because there's also some other people that are not movie stars that I would love to too. But uh, well, yeah, Keanu Reeves was one. And my other thought was is like, yeah, it'd be really weird to take someone of the opposite sex because then it's yeah. really funky. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Drew Barrymore would be one of right. those. Yeah, the right, Drew Barrymore right, would very be one much of those. So. I was like, yeah, but yeah, Keanu Reeves was one of mine. Uh, the other two were Steve Buscemi. Cause I, I just oh, yeah. I love him. I think he's so good, and and he seems like a guy that'd be fun to hang out with, and just talk to. The other is Adam Sandler. I yeah, that's to, a good one. I would love to hang yeah. out with Adam Sandler. Just uh, right, you know, it, he just seems like such a cool guy. Go play some hockey with him. Get some some Happy Gilmore up going up on there. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> just I think those would be those would be really cool. You know, but you mentioned opposite sex people, and I thought about this while you were while you were saying this, and. Um, you know, I, I, somebody who I, you know, first of all, yes, she's, she's cute and she's good looking, but I think she'd be a fun person to hang out with. I've thought about Allison Hannigan too. Like Allison Hannigan would be a cool right. person to kind of like, but again, awkward. Yeah. Cause, cause I know you had a crush on her uh, during both. Right. Exactly. If you had a crush on her or whatever, it's like awkward. Yeah, I get it. But she'd be yeah. a cool person to hang out with now that I'm more adult than I was back right. then or whatever so and if manches, oh, would, if manches put a spell on her then then you'd right. exactly yeah. <laughs> you'd be a little bit more set no awkwardness yep, yep. for sure for sure until yeah. she takes Nina, it away i, I, I know <laughs> Nina, you said that harrison ford was one of yours uh he uh, was you know. when i was when i was like 13 or 14 it would have been harrison ford these days obviously chris evans but okay. i yeah. mean if we want to if we want to get no. just well for you, opposite sex is different, so it's got to maybe opposite, always be a woman. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I will say, and this is not rom, you know, this is not for romance, but just like you said, like nice person. This week, I don't know if you you guys are on Twitter or anything, but there was this writer. Just it's her first book just came out, and she tweeted, "She's like, I just had my first reading." at a bookstore. She's like 37 people uh, said on the website that they were interested in coming, but only two people showed up. Oh, and it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm really bummed and a little embarrassed. And, and for some reason, she's like, nobody, for some reason, Henry Winkler saw her tweet and wrote really? back and he's like, and he wrote back, he's like, that's how it starts. He's like, <laughs> you impress those two people and they word of mouth will spread. He's like, this is just the beginning. And, and it's like, one, it's super nice because now everybody went to Amazon and said, Oh, let's check out this book. You know? yeah. But it also started a ball rolling where a bunch of writers on Twitter, like Neil Gaiman and yeah. uh, Jody Picoult and um, Christopher Moore, and just lots of big names. Uh, Margaret Atwood all answered her tweet and they're like, Oh, I remember my first reading. There was no, you know, one person came up to my table and asked me where the bathroom was. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and stuff like that. And so, you know, I'm sure it's, it's helping her sell her book. And I'm also sure she feels much better about it, but I'm like, I just thought it was like there, Henry Winkler and Mark Hamill is another one that are just, they're just, they just seem like really, really nice people. Like they're just, right. yeah, they, they seem they appreciate fun. Their, yeah, they seem fun. They seem like just really like they appreciate. Well, people. fucking Henry Winkler, now that you mention it, I mean, that'd be yeah. a, I mean, first of all, reference yeah. to the movie, but second of all, right. Henry Winkler would be a cool guy. 
I mean, he seemed, yeah. I mean, Ed, from, from all accounts I've heard, he's a great dude to hang with. So, I don't well, know. I mean, like his... I mean, he was the font, for he, Christ's sakes. He right? was, but... He was a font. He jumped he's the had, shark. He's had an interest... <laughs> Yeah, he literally, literally <laughs> jumped the shark. <laughs> he's had, I mean, he's had an interesting career. He's, you know, he's he's directed. He's he's done, you know, he did one of my the funniest move, my favorite comedy movies, Night Shift. Yeah, Night Shift was fucking great. It's a Ron and, Howard right. movie, right? That was like Ron Howard's yeah. first yeah. before Splash. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the list goes on and on. As you're mentioning people, it's like there's a million. I mean, yeah, it's like and uh, it's just. Like, he, yeah. he just seems like a he just seems like a cool guy that just would, you know, it's like, hey, why don't we meet at a really good Italian restaurant and just have like a three hour uh, talk over some raviolis and, you know, it's great. There's a lot. There's a lot of actors like that. And that's when I when I yeah. first started thinking of my list. Yeah. Uh, well, actors I, are garbage, right? According to the movie. <laughs> yeah. right? like, yeah. True, every, true. Every, Every story that comes out about Canton. Which is so ironic because everybody is an actor. That's what I. Yeah. Well, well, you guys were talking about Keanu Reeves. Every single story I've ever heard about him is like, this guy is the salt of the earth, you know? Yeah. He is one of the coolest. The internet's best friend. Everyone loves him on the internet. He's. There's there's only a. That's like only reserved for a few people on the internet. I want to go do. I want to go roll around, do some jujitsu with him, and then go. Uh, do his gun course. I, yeah. I to me, I'm like, dude, that's all shit I like. <laughs> and you're the coolest guy ever. And I want you to like yeah. tell me, you know, you're an FBI agent. You know, I'm just FBI <laughs> agent. But then, like, and then and then you think of it. You talk about night shift, and it's like, fucking think Michael Keaton might be fun to hang out with. Like as you, there, mean, you there's know, a, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of yeah. actors, and, and but they I would say Keanu Reeves. I would say yeah. If if yeah yeah, you got to pick one. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't I mean, well, take I like, the women out of it. I would say Keanu Reeves would be <laughs> yeah. my guy. Uh, I like Steve though in a little bit because he's, uh, I mean, although he is, he's very, he's an actor too, uh, you know. Uh, but if you try and think of non-actors, you know, or, or you know, musicians are the next that kind of come to mind. At least that's what happened with me. Uh, then I was even started thinking about like some of the, you know, pro skateboarders I grew up idolizing. Tony Hawk. Stuff like that, that are st- <laughs> Tony Hawk would be a, a yeah. cool one to hang around with. Yeah. Um, you know, or yeah. or even some like NFL players that you know. You, you, yeah. it's funny. I look or at the hockey nah. players. Oh right, the oh, politicians. Yeah. You know, Brent Burns. Yeah. Brent Bur- no, no politicians. There's <laughs> no, no politicians maybe out not there. Poli- well, Herschel Walker, that was close. You almost had your football player and, ah. your, and your politician. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. Um, no, but yeah, no. It's it's like uh, there's a couple of hockey players I'd like to hang out with. Like, I mean, you know, it's from Mike my Ricci. youth and. Like, Mike yeah, Ritchie. I mean, Bobby Clark, Paul Holmgren, like some of these guys, like, you know, uh, like from my, from the seventies, yeah. from when I was growing up, like, yeah, idolize them. Um, John, John you know, LeClaire. Oh, John LeClaire have his Jersey hanging in my closet right now. Yeah. I mean, so do I stuff like that. So him. <laughs> me too. Nice. So yeah, it just, it, it would be, it's, it's an interesting thing to come up and think about like who, like it just, who, who would you want to hang out with? Because it's not really your favorite person or it could be but it's also like someone that like has a good personality and stuff like that because i thought i started to think you know and it changes like you know you talked about harrison ford would be your you know when you were a kid and and it'd be different now like how many different people you would go through and stuff like that i i it's such a cool kind of thing to think about in a way it's just you know who 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 would you want to hang out with that 
you know, you may never get a chance to. And, and there's also some obscure people, too. Like, um, I know Bo, he just stepped away, but he listens also to the All Fantasy Everything podcast, and there's there are comedians on there. Those guys would be so fun to hang out with. Yeah. Just because they're they're always on. It's not like, you know, it's it's not like they're going to work and they're funny. It's just they're always on and they're funny. And, and just to have like a kind of hangout, you know, there's going to be some just hilarious laughs and stuff Who's like that. So Jason ba- Bateman, he, he's on one of the podcasts, too, that you like. Uh, yeah, correct. I just watched uh, all four seasons of Ozark and just finished that. So he's been kind of on my mind. He's, and he's yeah. You know, he was a he's child. a funny he was a child actor in Silver Spoons and, you know, yep. and sister was in. Uh, family ties. So uh, yeah, he's he's been around. Well, he's on the, he's on the podcast limit limitless. He's and th- that's that's another one that's really fun to listen to. Um, I've kind of fallen off of it a little while. Like I, I binged it for a while and I'm letting him build up and I'll binge him again. But uh, yeah, that's a fun one too. But yeah, so back to 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 this story. Uh, one of the cool things that we get is 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 they do bring Kevin Bacon back as a as a. Christmas present, but the cool part is, is it's not just the Kevin Bacon part. They, they bring back all these ornaments and and Christmas lights, and they turn nowhere into this holiday village. Essentially, you know, they they make it a yes. Christmas town. They they decorate it, uh, and uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I can't remember exactly how they get Quill out there. It's like someone comes and gets him, if I'm not mistaken. If uh, um, if I remember, Groot, Groot does. It's Groot. Groot yeah, walks. He's like Groot. What oh. Are you he, doing? <laughs> That's right. He walks by kind of looking suspicious and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, and yeah, he does the walk by that. That's right. And so uh, I love how they, they, you know, everything lights up and then, you know, that's Nebula is the one that has to throw the switch for the snow. And she does it. So ang- it's like everything is with anger with her. It's, yes. <laughs> it's like everything she does is so fun, um, which is hilarious because, you know, uh, the actress uh, that uh, it's Karen uh, Jillian. She is so f- opposite. Like, if you see her in person, like, the personality just doesn't fit that. That that would be her. Like, especially if you, like, match her up with, like, her character from um, Jumanji. Like, yeah. 180 completely. And it's, it's, it's so funny to see her in that and how well she kills it. And you're like, it, it's, it's just fabulous. But she, She's uh, the sort of character that I think, like, in Endgame, her, her, they tried to make expand hers she she's always been a little one-dimensional to me but opposite gamora they they were able to to draw more of her out in this i didn't see it was all kind of that one-dimensional side again oh it's very Um, much the one-dimensional she's an angry um, woman and yeah yeah so uh something but something about her i love it on i I think it works i don't know if it's just it's because maybe it's because i know what's underneath the makeup and i know you know, from other movies like Jumanji, that she is such a different person and in, in <laughs> just the, the how she does it. I think she kind of finds a way to thread the needle, like being like she's like so over the top. She kind of comes around to adorable again. It's 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 really a fine line to walk, but she really has perfected it. Oh, is it, it was that angry dancing. <laughs> the scene in Endgame with uh, with Iron Man uh, when they're playing football on the oh, table. Right is and yes. and how she is excited about winning and the the not just the script but her 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 script reading too it, that makes a a wonderful moment between the two of them uh, that's where i think well, i think it it draws out more dimensions than just just what well we get we get that we get 
we get that same kind of emotion, maybe not as deep, but but closely in this when she gives Rocket Bucky's arm. Yeah. I mean, th- th- that's a that's a threefold right there, really, because you get Rocket getting Bucky's arm, right? You get her giving it to it, and then you're like, how the fuck did she get that from Bucky? <laughs> like, what's Bucky got now? Yeah. I mean. I know we saw to him me, in, in Captain America. He had that arm, right? And that was the, the Wakanda uh, woman was able to, to do the pressure point and it fell off. Um, right. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, okay, yeah. maybe uh, that was something that uh, Nebula, you know, figured out or had a, had a connection <laughs> with that person and, and said, hey, I'm trying to get the arm. And it's like, well, here's the pressure point. And <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought that was you're on mute, Bill. Maybe that's something to do with Next Guardians or something where he he loses his arm somehow or or oh. who knows what. Like like I mean you maybe that's. I kind of prefer if they never explain it. I yeah. think yeah, I, know, I, I, mean, I, I agree. Uh, I like that the fact. Yeah, like, if, or 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 something very very subtle like like yeah. he's he's in the next movie and. And Sam Wilson. It's says, a different arm. Hey, is that a new arm? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And yeah, it. <laughs> or, like, or maybe it's right. Or maybe it's season. Maybe it's season two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Or yeah, like, yeah, or whatever. I mean, it's it it it's who knows Wakanda. I mean, there's so much there's so much uh, uh, stuff they First, can make. They probably made five of them. I got. I got a bit of prototype. Here, here we go. This is this is what it is. First scene from the, the new Falcon and Winter Soldier or Falcon and Captain Soldier or whatever, however you want to call it, whatever it's going to be. Uh, first scene is him him on a jet uh, with a phone call from uh, Sam Wilson. He's like, what's going on? He's like, I got to go to Wakanda. He's like, for what? I'm not talking about it. Right? That's it. That's it. That's just it. And, and they have him there one-armed. You know, he's, he's just in a yeah. jacket with a sleeve hanging. With the sleeve know? hanging, yeah. exactly. The hanging sleeve. <laughs> No, no, it has to be held up with safety pins. So it's <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Or no, no, no. He has like a, a, a like a captain's jacket or something, and the sleeve is up under the the what do you call those? The epaulet. Like yeah, the sleeve is yeah. tucked under the epaulet or something. <laughs> yeah. Or he could just peer I, around the corner. Did, but... He could peer around the corner, and you won't know if he doesn't have the arm or not. And then he just walks off as he goes to Wakanda. I, I think uh, you know if they yeah, did but, that, that would be fabulous. But they absolutely. <laughs> And they probably will because it's Marvel and it's, you know, movies feel like they have to explain everything now. But it, it would oh. be best if they just, they never, they didn't explain how she got it, what happened to it. That I don't think they will. Like, Unless yeah. they no, do it hopefully as a, not. They well, might do it in a what if kind of thing, maybe, maybe animated. Maybe. But uh, that was that, that was such a, a fabulous part of it. Um, we, get, we get the part where, though, they... they they bring the the Christmas to or the holiday to to Quill, and they light up the town. and And his his look of magic, his look of uh, of like, oh my God, it, it works. It's the holiday special, uh, three sixty turnaround uh, shot that works in every Hallmark movie. Uh, <laughs> but it's done. It's what Chevy well, Chase was hoping you. to get out of his family when he lit up the house in, <laughs> in Christmas Vacation, but uh, <laughs> instead they ended up tripping all the power everywhere. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, it, it did. Here's the thing: it did look kind of magical and cool. I mean, you know. Oh, for it as, was. For as crummy, I mean, as crummy as nowhere looks, and the thing is, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of sweet. Like they said, it, when uh, Mantis is like, it's. From all, you know, we wanted, I wanted to give you a good, well, all of us did. 
So like yeah. everybody on this, it's not a planet, this whole outpost, like cares about him and, and wants him to have a nice day, you know? Yeah. Well, they set it, they set it up really good because they have him kind of playing the mayor, right? He's, he's playing yeah. the guy that's doing all the hard work and you could just see it's kind of taking its toll on him. Right. Yeah. And, and so they set it up pretty good. Uh, I just thought that was, you know, that's definitely the holiday thing. Um, the whole uh, the hit Kevin Bacon coming out of the the refrigerator or whatever it was was you know there there was a minor comedy bit in there like I can't breathe you know and him yeah. opening uh, up and, 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 and the whole I, it was funny it worked I, uh, I, I did like the line where it's like I got him for you as a Christmas present like, you can't give a human you can't give a person as a Christmas present that's yeah. human trafficking <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. It, the, it, it they played it really well with what it was for sure. Yeah. Um, and and like I said, then it, it kind of goes into the the, you know, we get into the sentimental stuff with the presents and and you know we get the, the talk between Quill and and Mantis, which you know it it, it really works out well for what it's what it's going for, right? With him being able to say that hey, family is the most important gift ever. I yes, I thought his delivery was. Perfect. I mean, I was. His, it, was it, it was. The, yeah, I teared up every time I I watched it. Uh, I watched it twice, and then I did. I watched really? Some, I, yes, I, I know. It just it just gets me in that kind of that. I mean, that's fine. I'm not, I'm just, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I watched I watched it three times. It's, this is going to be. I can see this being on my Christmas rotation as well. Nice. I'm good. I'm looking forward to. I wish it could the, be on mine. It's not going to make our Christmas rotation, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not going to make our Christmas rotation in the in the hail house here. So <laughs> I, I think I, I'm the same with you. Uh, but Hawkeye is Hawkeye is definitely on there. I, I'm I'm ready to watch that one again for sure. Um, but no, they they did a really good job with this. And then you know, then we get the whole holiday special. You know, Kevin Bacon's going to save the day by singing the song. You know, and making everybody feel Christmassy or holiday. Well, yeah, they had the conversation with uh, uh, with um, what's his name, um, Craigan, Craiglin, uh, Craiglin, Craiglin. Thank you. Um, that I thought I thought he delivered very nicely. That it's. Uh, I love Craiglin. I want uh, more Craiglin. And basically inspired. Kevin Bacon to to not leave and to to save Christmas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craglin's such a good character. I I would have rather seen him than uh, like him and Mantis than him and Dra or than uh, Drax and Mantis. I just like I think Craglin's a fun, a funnier character. I, I, yeah. I just enjoy him a lot more. Although I like I said I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and I think that Finn looks stupid as hell on his head. I just don't like it. Uh, I think it has something to do with the the. Not being blue skin really uh, affects the way it looks like it's coming out of the top of his head. Where uh, when Yondu had it, it didn't look as weird. I don't know what the, what the difference is. Uh, I, I love the fact that he still can't operate it correctly, and he knows it. So he's like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a it's a remote control for an arrow, but I really don't have much <laughs> control." They'll probably play with that in the in the in episode three or in uh, volume three. Uh, yeah, you know, oh, I'm sure it's gonna. Maybe he'll finally save the it. day when he gets it gets it right in the end. Oh no, it's gonna be every time he uses it, it's gonna have it's gonna be a it's gonna be a two for three, right? Two out of the three times you use it, it's gonna be wrong, and he's <laughs> gonna hit Drax at least a minimum of three times during the movie. <laughs> Which Drax can survive pretty much anything at this point. So okay, because he got shot 
multiple times and he was laughing. I didn't right. know he was so bulletproof. I didn't know that either. And I, um, I thought this was an interesting scene um, just because of the, the climate we're in. Where right. <laughs> right. the the they seemed a little out. fast. They seemed a little quick to shoot, yeah. is what you're saying. Well, yeah. Like basically they just the people walking down the, the, the street and it's Kevin Bacon and she just draws her gun. I'm a police dude, you know. I was like, Oh, real oh okay. That's I mean and just start shooting. I, I was like Okay, in today's climate, that seems kind of odd, but all right, whatever. I, I, I'm with you in that I thought about that, and I was trying to play. It's like, well, she did say, you know, don't come forward or I'll shoot. She, I mean, here's this kind of alien-looking guy. Obviously, it was already a, a pretty panicked call, so maybe it is warranted to, to open fire on, uh, on an alien uh, as they approached, I know he didn't. When they, he didn't have a weapon in his hand. She didn't try yeah, to tase him for For sure, he's an alien. But but do you but, think? Well, the no, rules, that's it. There could be some rules about about alien beings, and you know that that presents. I, I thought she. I weapon. thought she drew. Her, I thought she drew her weapon really fast. It it just escalated very quickly. But it is Marvel, so who knows? I mean, it's it's all make believe. Yeah. Maybe that's how make believe police do it. Uh, we don't know. Uh, I just was surprised in today's climate that that was. She, I, I almost would have stayed away from that. I think she was personally. in. Was she? Was it her? Or she, she was also in uh, She Hulk, I think. The, the actress, or I might be wrong. Was she? That might have been a different character. Could have been. I mean, but this one was in something else as well. Uh, I saw a reference to it, but I can't remember. So, too bad. <laughs> You're talking about the the cop. The was cop, in cop that shot, yeah. And then. Oh. It's an easy way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the called, uh, yeah. Some sort of <laughs> well, I'm, was I'm looking right now. Internet. Okay. She was in the Talked Suicide Squad. Movie. Oh, maybe that she was, was in Hawkeye. Oh, in Suicide Squad. That's right. She was the one that punched out uh, the leader. She was in the in the office. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And knocks out. You're right. She, um, oh. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that lady. We're not a DC podcast. <laughs> yeah. The one that I thought was Viola Davis when we were reviewing it. And I, right? I, I got in trouble for <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anyway. Back to... Um, that's back right. to... Well, uh, I was... Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, back to the holiday no, special. <laughs> um, we, we, got, we got all the sentimental moments at the end that, you know, any holiday special is going to need, right? So... Uh, you know, you give Mantis giving uh, Drax his little ugly, uh, ugly man that he lost when he had to chase Kevin Bacon. Um, you got you get all the the like you guys talked about. I guess it was Groot. I didn't realize it was Groot that gave him all the the posed uh, little figures of what the, of shots from the movie. And the very last one, yeah. which is what the one that cracked me up, is the, the, <laughs> the there's a name for that where it's just the on and on and on and on. But Kraglin holding the little doll, holding the little doll, holding like a the little Russian doll. doll. Yeah. Oh, it's like a Russian doll thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought that was the one that kind of made me laugh. I didn't realize that was Groot giving those. That's that's pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if he like just grew them out of his body. Right. Like Which would. The only problem I had is they're painted. I'm like I can see if they were all yeah. just wood, but how do you how are you gonna paint them? I don't know. Maybe he can change his pigment. He just decides he's to be bark colored. 
That's true. I mean, we don't know. We, we don't have enough uh, details on uh, on uh, on I him. Mean, I mean, so. the, the Groot species is a is a big is a big closed book person. Right. <laughs> For the they are Groot. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I thought that was good, and and then you know we definitely get the 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 monumental uh, holiday moment of of you know family. You know, you're my sister, and that's the the best gift I can ever get, kind of thing. I thought that was uh, it. Definitely played played well at the end. Well, and then um, and then that that leads into uh, Peter Quill saying, oh. Uh, that wasn't the whole story, and then they shoot back to the little animated recap. Oh God, Yonsu. shit! You're right. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's another true. moment I... of of oh, Yon. That's that you know you find out that's where where he yeah. got his little collecting fetish of those little toys. I think, so. I think he already had he. I think he already had him, and that was what it was. Is that it was just another one, and he knew, and maybe you know he goes, oh, someone knows that that's my favorite thing in the world but that's also where we got did he already have it i think i saw some of the some of the uh youtube videos that were suggesting that that started the trend um, oh maybe he, yeah yeah maybe started wait started what trend sorry well he likes having the little, little toys on his the little figurines yeah oh gotcha 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 okay. but that's also where quill got his 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 dual pistols right yeah so that's kind of cool uh It'd be interesting to see what Taserface got. I, I'm really kind of interested <laughs> to see what he got. Uh, you know, what, what turned him into such an evil, uh, un, unfun guy. Um, one other thing, and, you know, like, the whole ugly sweater phenomenon, I don't know if it's still going on, but one of the things yeah. that I, I did notice in, is Drax has the one with the cat with the laser eyes. Right. Yeah, was, <laughs> I, I was like, that is one of the coolest ugly sweaters. I, like, if, if I had to get one, another one, I, I have a few. Um, few? Okay, two. I have two. Wait. Still, that's two too many, but go ahead. No, well, I got two. <laughs> I got a no, few. I do. I have two. Actually, Steve gave me one of my first ones, and it's it's a Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right. <laughs> uh, ugly sweater. Uh, I have a Seahawks one, which I know, uh, you know, Bo will definitely think is an ugly sweater. Uh, so, but I always, I, I've seen that one before with the, the cat with the laser eyes, and I've always thought it was cool, just because it's a cat with laser eyes. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. I just thought that was funny that he had that one on. Um, and Mantis had, uh, she actually had a cute sweater with little pom-poms on it, and she had the little skirt made out of bows. And she had the deal, and then she was wearing like the dealy bopper headband. I mean, she just looked adorable. Well, I mean, right before they left, they they kind of robbed that whole store that had all the Christmas oh, yeah. stuff, like <laughs> inside the oh, inside inside the ship. You, what makes you think they with... robbed it? They had Kevin Bacon. He had his credit cards, although it probably was pretty late. Well, and then also uh, Nebula had her, like she got the map and she got all the money. Right. 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 Well, she has an excuse. She was a little intoxicated when she did that. She probably wouldn't always. I don't know. But if, but oh, if you know, oh no! They like, well, they spent all the money at the bar. Well, right. But then, no, but then, then when they, they came out, this... they were sitting out looking for the map. Oh. And they got and yeah, they you, got the, you will the give map, it to me. and she took all her money. Yeah. True. Yeah, that was Mantis, not Nebula, but yeah. What oh shit! The, sorry. What yes. about the movie that uh, Kevin Bacon was watching at his house? That was oh. where they, that was where Mar oh, Martians kidnapped Santa Claus. It's, uh, uh, very Santa Claus conquers the Santa Claus yes. conquers the Martians, which is great because that's, that's kind of a reference to this movie as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which 
one of the better episodes of Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> that one. Great. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, well, and in, in uh, the phone call with uh, Kevin's actual wife. We have the subtitles Kira, on. Kira Sedgwick, yeah. And it says Kira on the bottom. That's the hilarious yeah. part. That's hilarious. Because yeah, anyway, and their actual kids with the stockings on the on the fireplace too. So oh, was there actual kids? Well, at least the stockings well, names were yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kids well, I mean, yeah, there, there was, was actual, the name, there was the actual kids hanging no, 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 no. from. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is, I didn't. I don't know his actual kids. Gotcha. Is what I'm saying, and I didn't know the names were accurate. That's all I'm saying. No, I think they did a lot. They they put in as much as they could to make it realistic that Kevin Bacon is now part of the MCU, which w- means right now, six degrees of Kevin Bacon is is broken. Oh, it's <laughs> anybody. Yeah. It's anybody. It's like two degrees of well, Kevin Bacon now. Right. Here's got, the thing. You've got Mark Hamill in this, so there's a Star Wars connection. You've got who, all the now, MCU. Who is Mark all Hamill the, in this? He was, he was drinking in the before. background at, during the song, I think, at the end. You'll see him. He's got a beard. Oh, really? And uh, it's a profile okay, shot of him drinking. I have to go drinking. back and see that again. Yep. No. That's great. Well, the other thing is, like, if you combine Kevin Bacon and Sylvester Stallone. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you touch everybody. It's it's two degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's funny. Uh, you, you know, especially now, I know way more about Sylvester Stallone from uh, Hero Movie Podcast. Yes. They always do the <laughs> the Stallone, Stallone connection, uh, which is funny. Yeah. It. it it, it's a great thing. But yeah, now, I mean, there's so many movies, but if you get connected to, to Star Wars or you get connected to MCU, it is just so easy to, to get those, those degrees of separation now. Yeah. Um, I, I like these specials. Uh, I hope, I hope the MCU continues with them. This is. These 45 is, minute like this and yes. the, the Halloween one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be this, fine with me. Yeah, this to me is almost, uh, I would like to see them kind of make these like almost like mini movies for introducing new characters or maybe after we get a new, like you don't have to necessarily put uh, origin stories in shows anymore. Have the movie come out, have them go through it, and then you drop this like a month later and it's an origin story, you know. Uh, we've also like talked that. about we've already talked about kind of shorts where you introduce new directors too, where they can introduce yeah. uh, MCU or Marvel uh, characters yeah. uh, and see what sticks. Yeah. Right. So I, I just think it's fun. And, and like I said uh, in the beginning, this really reminded me uh, of being a kid and and watching those uh, after uh, the weekend specials, you know, where you sit down and, and you know, the Disney theme yeah. comes up and you know you got tinkerbell and she flies around the castle and you're like oh shit here we go right you know, I, <laughs> uh so uh well maybe yeah. this becomes that like maybe it becomes that kind of a deal with i you know i i, I think it could like i i would love to see this is you the know. second christmas one right uh technically i don't know if they consider uh hawkeye at christmas it's it's more of the miniseries it's a in that same line it just happened to fall at christmas and have Christmas as a theme, so. You know, they said that this is, this uh, special is the conclusion of phase four of the MCU. I didn't realize that. I I thought Quantum Realm was. I thought it was Wakanda was, Forever. According to Wikipedia, 
It said the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special was released. Well, on if it's Disney on the Plus, internet, it's got to be true. Serving as the conclusion of Phase Four of the MCU. So, so right, it's on the internet. <laughs> but uh, I, I kind of, I mean, I don't even. This is sort of like not even in a phase. It's kind of like stands on its own. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. I don't think it's a. It's it's a very. I don't. I don't know how much of what happened in form, this is well going to make its one. way into future projects. I, I thought uh, the Quantum Realm was supposed to be, the, the Ant-Man one was supposed to be the end of four. Maybe that's the introduction of five. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, if, if it was, if it was Black Panther, um, it didn't really do anything. I mean, yeah, the, the, the first, thing the, the first film in the phase will be Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. So that's scheduled for February of twenty three. Uh, that's that starts off phase five. Wait, that's which on one the, starts off phase that's five? That's on the internet. Ant-Man I see and... it right here. I got it right up. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but that's what starts off Quantumania, or Quantumania starts off phase five. Yes. Okay. Yep, followed, yeah, followed, I don't by, know. followed by Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume 3 in May. That's interesting because, uh, I mean, one of the things with Phase 1 was is it ended with Avengers where it kind of like had all these lead-ins and then had at least a big thing. This had not really any kind of lead-ins, not really a big finale. It, it kind of was all just a bunch of hodgepodge, you know, well, shit. It also wasn't a, it, it wasn't a movie. I mean, this is where everything kind of shifted to... Uh, to the streaming platform. So maybe they're trying to integrate that. I don't think we saw that in phase one through three at all. Um, so, so and this, I, this is I more mean, than just a, a, a shift in, in movies. It's I mean, also, and after Endgame, didn't a uh, friend of the show, Kevin Feige say he did wanted to get away from phases. He wanted to just have it be, you know, Yes, but it, we it demand be... it. We demand the structure of phases. Yeah, exactly. So you can't just exactly. say, <laughs> get away from it. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care what you want creative yeah. the thing. Give us what we want. I just, I was just surprised because I thought, uh, you know, Black Panther was really a standalone. It had nothing to do with the rest of the MCU in, in any way that I thought where, you know, maybe the Ant-Man may bring more of the MCU into it. And so that's what... The end of the, the the phase, but you know they're they're gonna do what they're gonna do. We're gonna pay the goddamn money and go to the movies and watch. I it, know, so, right? Uh, yeah. Until they really just start DCing on us, we're gonna we're gonna keep going and we're gonna keep paying this money. So it is what it is. I mean, even even though I've I've heard this from multiple people, and I think I agree that Phase Four is probably the worst phase so far of of all the MCU in just overall quality and, and uh, of movies well they couldn't find their footing you know they never found a a, a storyline that kind of grabbed hold um so it was all over the place yeah and then you know we talked about it in our end game is like um they had lightning in a bottle uh with what they did from phase one through three from from iron man all the way to end game they everything kind of laid out perfectly and i don't know if if they could ever accomplish that again and so we're holding them to such a high standard that you know great individual movies ish um you know but in a in a overall it's not 
there's no, there's nothing building, so I don't I don't yeah, know. But I, I mean, by by this point in the the Infinity Saga, as they say, we had the Avengers as a team, you know. Yes, and we knew that they were all gonna, and they haven't really done that yet. Now, I mean, that may be that they're not going to, but it definitely gives a completely different flavor to the whole thing. You know what it reminds me of is 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 the way comic books used to do uh, crossovers, right? That's what uh, yeah. the phase one through three was. Is it was like there's a crossover main book and that was the Avenger movies, and then it dabbled in in like you know at the top of the 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 Iron Man move it would be like uh, and this is you know the Infinity Saga cr- crossover, and you like read it, and it's like it mentions one thing in there, and you're like. Okay, I just I just dropped a dollar extra on this Iron Man fucking comic that I didn't need because <laughs> because you told me it's part of this thing, but in the end you're like, oh, but that's all good. Where they're kind of doing the same thing, but they're not even dropping any hints. You're like, okay, so I just I just bought this Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, and you know because it's got this quantum thing so, in it, so, but you didn't really so, give me anything. So what they need? So you're saying what they need is the little white box in the corner that says yes. See WandaVision episode exactly. four, you know? <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's you what you talk it, about it, the crossover. Like... I mean, here's the thing about the crossover. How do they get to even mention Batman <laughs> in this? <laughs> like, how does that just go? Like, so, okay, here's well, how it's James Gunn right? we... did Suicide Squad. So he's certainly got his foot in the door with DC. If that's what you're and asking. He's also, hey, but he's, well, he's supposed to be but, taking over something else like, new too. But I don't the, know. The thing is they've they've mentioned they've mentioned comic books before. Like um so comic books exist in the MCU. Maybe DC is just that's the big comic book company that they all read. Yeah, they're not saying Batman exists. Maybe. They're saying GoBots exist, and that still has me puzzled. But but they're not saying Batman exists. <laughs> they're saying well, Kevin, he, Bacon Kevin Bacon as an actor as Batman. Right. He's just he just is playing playing the role when he's playing around with you know his persona, his acting persona. So it's not true, making true, Batman canon. It's making <laughs> DC Comics canon, and that's true. That's, that's not as. I also, I also thought that was that was a, I I didn't. I'm not sure if I was supposed to enjoy that or think that was funny or whatever, but when he says, uh, you know, be a hero, hero, and he comes out as the British, with the British accent, and hey. I was like, what? That that was lame. And then, you know, it just, <laughs> that whole scene just to me seemed so stupid and was like, I didn't get it. I enjoyed uh, when, when Mantis was pretending to throw up. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just an actor, <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, I mean, was funny because you know they're all actors, but like, why would she? Why would she think actors were horrible? I that's what I there was that. Well, part I think I, it's ironic that everybody in this movie is an actor, and they're talking about how awful. That's what's I mean, I just, funny about it. Yeah, I find shit fun- like that amazing. <laughs> no, and that's what's funny about it because we all laugh about it. But why would Mantis throw up because of an actor? What in her personality, in her thought well, process? Well, she's she's I mean, probably seen anyway. I don't know. They're the they're both they, the most they might, they might not. plain spoken. They they say what they mean, and so any sort of play, any sort of uh, any sort of play acting probably offends them. So because both of their characters just 
they they are honest to a fault, you know. But what I mean, that about kind of, actors? That, that kind of entertainment not, might not be a thing in in space. You know, like have you guys seen Galaxy Quest? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, like there's the, the the whole thing of that is they didn't yeah. have fiction. Like they uh, they thought everything that they saw from Earth was a documentary. They that, didn't understand, you know. <laughs> okay, but okay, so that doesn't that doesn't so, that doesn't that goes opposite of this. That means that they they would have thought everything was a documentary. Well, that's what that's that. where I mean, it didn't like, make sense. I, I get it. It was I mean, funny like, because act, they're all acting may not be respected out in space. It may just be like like it used to be here in the middle. Well, it used to be. So I yeah, be kind of so that's a thing. Indigent type of person. We well, saw it in Ragnarok when uh, when uh, Thor was being reenacted on on the stage with well uh, you know loki's when loki had taken over but here's here's the thing here's the thing about acting the story used to be frowned upon it used to be frowned upon in the u.s like before hollywood became a big deal acting was like like a frowned upon thing even in the early days of hollywood it was like yeah exactly it was all frowned upon it was i would say probably up until like the 40s or 50s before people are like oh acting is a respectable profession before that it was like oh you're you're have loose morals and are <laughs> probably a drunk and you know and by the time we got I, to the I, 80s I, they finally decided to put one in in, in as president you know right exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then one became governor of Minnesota one became the mayor of Palm Springs like <laughs> governor of California. Governor of California. California. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The governor. Come on. The governor. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I just. I, and then I, one I, became the fucking president of the United States. <laughs> well, he. You know what? He he goes on record as saying that he was still just playing a role. Oh Jesus. No, I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> no, I, I believe I, you. It's it's fucking Jesus. Of course he did. But it, but it works. But I mean. And it's not just here. the The president of Ukraine was a right. Was a yeah. Was a comedian. I mean, he was. <laughs> He's got a movie on Netflix. I know they featured it when the Ukraine war broke. Oh, out. really? It was, yeah. Well, well, like some people, some people were saying, oh, when they make the movie about the invasion, it's like um, Jeremy Renner should play Zelensky. And it, and and there was an article, and it's like it's like fans say Jeremy Renner should play Zelensky in 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 the movie, and and people were like fans of what the war, you know? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to play Putin? <laughs> oh Jesus! I don't know. We're Kevin getting Hart. we're getting a little oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a little the rock here, but the, the rock, rock, right? He's got a shaved head. I don't know. Just just so he can ride the horse shirtless. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, you're right. Let's get back to this this holiday special. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, it, it was good. That was funny. It's what we uh, do. We divert. Yeah, we just slide. Uh, <laughs> this, so, this, so this was this was fun. Um, you know, uh, it, it it gives us a little something to watch. You know, between uh, the release of Black Panther and then the next uh, movie, which I believe was February, we're gonna get uh, the next Ant Man, which I'm super excited for. Um, yeah, that looks good. 
So I, you know, I, I can't wait for that. I actually don't know what if there's any more miniseries coming out. I haven't heard of any. Uh, I haven't either. So I, yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. If 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 there's a a a lack of those, or now they're just going to movies and haven't I haven't seen. But I also haven't been paying much attention to it either. I've I've got a bunch of other stuff going on in life. But it was it was a fun fun thing. I hope they keep doing these espresso presentations. Perfect size, right? Uh, very digestible time, time, 45 minutes kind of thing. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, and, you know, and like I said, this would be a perfect way to do some some character introductions uh, and then and then have them shoot off into either specials or movies and things like that. I think this is this would be a good way to do it. So. For sure. Oh. Yeah, no, I agree. Secret Invasion uh, looks like that's coming to Disney Plus, but that's just a is that a series or is that a I number of episodes series. six? Yeah, so that there's a, that that's a new one coming. That's the Nick Fury uh, when, series that's coming to when Disney did, Plus. When does that start? Oh, really? Uh, that starts spring of twenty three. Um, they've got Loki season okay. two. They've got uh, Echo, uh, summer of twenty three. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, number of episodes. What's Echo? Uh, it says she was so, from uh, Hawkeye. From Hawkeye. Oh, okay. That's right. The, the That's right. Um, Ironheart is a series coming in the fall of twenty three. Um, okay. So the, I just haven't heard anything stuff. advertised like when it was going to be released. So, uh, but like I said, I haven't been looking deep into it. Agatha, so we got a lot of more. Coven of Chaos. What's that? That that's the Harkness from WandaVision. Okay, yeah. there we go. And then da- and the Daredevil. The, um, Daredevil is spring oh, so of, the spring of so Agatha's. You know? So Agatha's uh, the the woman from Bad Words, which we yeah, watched, Catherine right? Right, right. 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 Yeah, Catherine don't look Hunt, at me. Exactly. Don't look at me, Jason. Bateman. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I would love to hit, see that it, a line like that in in Agatha, like something's going on. She's fighting. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, um, all right. So uh, our next MCU that we're going to be covering, uh, we're going to get to uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, that should be here. Coming do we up have soon. to? Just kidding. I'm yes, joking. Yes, yes I'm joking. I like are Thor. Doing, you know, I have to give you shit. But you know, I like Thor. Thor. So when are, ahead, when are we doing that? When are we doing uh, that? I, I think that's our next MCU, unless we're going to jump on to our, our final uh, movie rating of uh, the 23. Uh, I think I think Love and Thunder is a good next one, and then do the sort of, like, question the Q&A and, okay. and all the, you know, I, I, I sent out the Google the Google Sheet or Google yeah. Doc or whatever. Add, as you, if everybody can access it, add stuff and we can just like be ready for it and, and go through it. No, you can be the, uh, obviously the moderator. Of course. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll do that. Um, so I think, yeah, we'll do love and thunder and we'll, and then we'll come back and hit our, our, our one through 23 movie, movie wrap up. Uh, our, 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 we'll have our arguments of why, uh, Iron Man one is not better than, uh, Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. And, uh, <laughs> No, I mean, I have a feeling our top ten will be very similar, just in different orders. In different orders, yeah. Right, right. I, I would agree. Um, so I, th- I think that's you know, and that's that's pretty typical of most people. 
when there's 23, that's a, it's a lot when you start figuring like, oh my, you know, you're at 15, yeah. and you're like, how is that 15? And then you look at what's ahead of it, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's why that's 15. I'm more curious uh, about our bottom five, actually. Like, I'm curious <laughs> about how our bottom five, like, kind of, kind of, so, kind of feather out because, like, I'm sure we have different opinions on what the worst ones are. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have no no doubt about that. Uh, before we get to that, I'm not sure what we're going to hit. I, I definitely would like to do something more uh, uh, holiday uh, seasoned. I think we talked at one point about doing Christmas vacation. This this uh... I'm do- I was just thinking that exact thing. <laughs> so, I seriously was. I haven't seen that in a while. I, I'd love to re-experience that. So. I yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. The whole the I, I sent a meme today to someone uh, from that movie where it's got cousin Eddie out there. He's got the the hose going into the and it it just said the shitter's full, and that <laughs> yeah. literally was flipping in my mind as as you were talking about that because I, I love that movie. Uh, I was talking to my sister uh, last week uh, uh, about that podcast that we did where we covered our our top five holidays and i was like you know and i got through all the ones and i was like there's one more on there and i can't remember and it was christmas vacation yeah and uh definitely i think uh we could do that next week great that okay. would be a fun one and stick cool. around next week uh yeah <laughs> all right well with that i think uh you know we we've got our uh our holiday present special presentation and uh that was what we had so and that's how we saw it so hail caesars <laughs> hail caesars. Caesars. caesars what does that mean